Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. Um, we are officially 93 days away from NFL kickoff. Something's dinging right there. Jody, I'm blaming you for that. That was just our 93 day sounder. That was all yeah, 93 day ding. 93 days. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 93 days away from NFL kickoff. And we wanted to open up the show with a little bit of a tribute to now the late Norma Hunt, uh, the fabulous, the great, the first lady of the NFL, Norma Hunt, who was married to Clark Hunt, and she had actually- Lamar, Lamar Hunt. I mean, I'm sorry. Mother of Clark Hunt, married to Lamar Hunt. Sorry. It's hard. Um, okay. You yeah. know, my, my mind's in a billion places right now, but- um, just really saddened by the loss of her this past weekend, kind of unexpected. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we just want to give a little, start our show with a bit of a tribute to her because she was, had such an impact on the NFL, um, and the AFC, especially, and then especially Chiefs Kingdom. So we want to give yeah. our condolences to the Hunt family, um, and yeah, and just kind of start our show this way. But I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. Hey, y'all. I'm Jody. So, I mean, Norma Hunt, the original OG. Yeah. Can and can we, we talk yeah. about. I mean, there's so many great things to talk about her. It's kind of hard to be sad, especially when you're a legend. Yeah. Um, so, I don't want to take this moment and be sad. I think it's important that we just recognize how great of a woman that she was. I mean, y'all hit y'all hit it on the head. She is one of the first women of the NFL, and she was a part of the NFL AFL merger to make the NFL what it is today. Like, a fifty-seven years ago, sixty years ago, women could barely vote. Right. right. Well, wait. I guess it's twenty twenty-three. But still, <laughs> we're not mathematicians. You know, I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> women barely had the privilege to do anything at all, and to be able to come in and to make some type of impact like that on the NFL to see what the NFL is like today, it's like, wow! Like she's yeah. a hero for sure. Yeah, and and the fact that what's so cool about how she's been, she's the only woman to have gone to every single Super Bowl. And the last Super Bowl that she gets to go to, her team I know. gets to bring it home. Like, and and just something because you know we are the Kingdom's Queens. Norma was the original Kingdom's Queen, so I just think that that's just I don't know. Without her, none of us would be doing this. We none of us would be talking about any of this. She she made her place in a male dominate dominant field, and she was a legend. So. Which is you know what's crazy is because it is still a very male dominant field, yeah. right? Like the oh, NFL sure. in general. And we're we three of us, like we three women are trying to, you know, do our best we can in a very male dominated field, um, as a podcast. And then I know there's so many other amazing women out there who we could list off forever who are also doing the same thing, but to think that she was like probably the first one that really did that. And she's the only woman to attend all 57 Super Bowls, like you said, and to end it on the one that the Chiefs won. That's yeah. just incredible. Um, so just, and it's just awesome that she was a part of Chiefs Kingdom and what she did with Lamar, what they did for our league. Um, it's just, it, it's, un, I don't know. 
I know. All I know is I'm like, she was not 85 years old. Like, we look at the different pictures of her and the way that she just Good like mess. moves and her motion and her yeah. energy. Like, 85. You're lying. Like, there's no way <laughs> this lady is 85 years old. So, I mean, she definitely lived a great life. Um, a life that I would love to live, especially at 85. Um, I just, yeah. Incredible. I know we're a a football dominated show, but you know, she also helped pioneer the soccer, uh, the the MLS, the soccer league that we, that I love watching, you know, I'm a big soccer person. So she helped bring the two things that I am very passionate about that. I spend a lot of my weekdays covering (laughs) and watching and tweeting about. So she's given me a lot to talk about. I appreciate that. And I mean, there's tons of people. Go ahead, Lex. I was just going to say the hunt family in general, like they're such a big soccer family too, on top of the NFL. So yeah, I'm sure y'all are all on social media. So y'all saw all of the posts that were flying in with just so much respect given to her. Um, just a few old players who uh, reached out yeah. and just wanted to extend their condolences to the Hunt family as well. And just keep Chiefs Kingdom in g- general. I mean, Tyron Matthew, Tony Gonzalez, Trent Green, like the list goes on and on and on. But just small Charles, players, yeah. yeah, who felt the need to extend even though yeah. they're all living their new lives outside of Chiefs Kingdom. So that was kind of cool to see. Yeah. It just Plus shows the other like, teams. A, yeah. What, yeah. A big, what a big impact she had on the NFL and how much she meant to every person that knew her. Um, and it's just, it's, it's sad. It's a sad day for, for the NFL in general. And then especially for Chiefs Kingdom. So, yeah, well, I think this is a great time to pivot. I mean, you said something about, um, the speech that Andy Reid gave yesterday while we were at the White House talking about Norma. And, you know, it was very heartfelt and it was emotional. But, I mean, our guys made it. They finally got to go to the White House. They didn't get a chance to go the first year they won the Super Bowl because of that darn COVID virus. Darn COVID. Darn COVID. (laughs) That darn COVID virus that was out there. But, Yeah. yeah, I mean – they made it to the Super Bowl. They made it to the White House. I'm pretty sure we're gonna run it back this year for Miss Norma. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about our White House debut yesterday. Oh my gosh, <laughs> those boys! I just I, I love just, them so. I love our team so much. <laughs> they are ridiculous. I I didn't get to watch the live stream like live. Like I was having to watch because I was working and I anyway. But I just, all the clips I've seen, the parts of the live stream that I've watched on YouTube and whatnot, like our boys just went and they had fun. And I know they're working hard at OTAs right now. Um, And so I just, I love seeing the guys let loose. I loved the weird choreographed dance that Pacheco (laughs) and all of them were a part of. Juju, for Juju's TikTok. It was I know, I miss Juju. Before I could even watch it good, I was like, I know Juju was behind it. You did, 100%. This has him written all over it. I know. All over it. But they just looked like they were having fun. And then, you know, Patrick showing off his parenting skills, you know, Travis was just, a, you know, just such a sight to see. So, like, I don't know. I just, I'm just so proud of our guys for finally getting to go. Um, because, I mean, that that is an honor. I don't care what side of the political divide you're on. Being invited to the White House after winning the Super Bowl is a huge deal. 
And um, I'm just glad our guys went. I'm glad they had fun. And I'm glad they were able to let loose a little bit because from now till the till February, the guys are kind of going to be on full blast for the most part. So yeah. I'm glad well, they got to I love how you emphasize went because I do want to talk about the people who did not go mm -hmm. to the White House. Because yeah, mm -hmm. let's talk about that. There's a few players, <laughs> players who are no longer Chiefs players or are Chiefs or players. Or are Chiefs players. So just from what I noticed, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, CEH wasn't there, correct? And McKinnon right. wasn't there. Yeah, McKinnon wasn't there, which is surprising. That one, I swear, he has to have something going on because I feel like he – he yeah. I have yeah, no well, I don't see that. him just missing on purpose. Yeah. Um, Juan Thornhill wasn't there, and he put out a heartfelt message on Twitter, which was kind of cool. Like, down oh, yeah. sorry, I couldn't make it to see him with my guys. Like – this is something you just have to take advantage of. And I love you guys. I'm sorry I couldn't be there and blah, 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 right? And then OBJ, Orlando Brown Jr., he wasn't there. So I could be missing some players, but those are just the four that I noticed off the top of my head who didn't show up. What are y'all thoughts about that? Yeah, I – okay, so Orlando Brown Jr., we saw that clip of him going around today of, well, he was at the Bengals and they had a – I guess their OTAs are still going on. So he was there and that's fine. But I'm like, you I'm know, he wasn't there. the chief fan in me is like, well, sir, you're not going back. So, sorry. No. Um, <laughs> but to be fair, wasn't, um, what's his name? Who signed with the Bengals after the playoffs? Lemons? Oh, Chris Lemons, Chris Lamont. He was there. Yeah, I'm so happy he was there. I'm like, you got screwed. He's a bangle. He did get screwed. Wait, he's not still a bangle, right? No, he's a free agent now. And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, he was on special. He was a big part of special teams for the Chiefs. He's a defensive back. Um, Chris Lamont's. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. But and pretty much the week before we played the Bengals in the AFC championship oh. game, he was I, they stole him from our roster and he was signed to the Bengals. Signed to the Bengals not play him. And they signed him the week before we played him. The week before we played them, and he was signed off of our practice squad. So. And he couldn't play regardless. Like he couldn't even yeah. go to the facility, yeah. no. he couldn't do anything just because of tampering, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. He's a Super Bowl champion. That's all that matters at the end of the day. I'm <laughs> happy he got to go. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm also surprised. mad about that. <laughs> I'm really surprised CEH wasn't there, um, considering the fact that he wasn't there for the parade. So to not also okay. be there. Can we, can we talk about that? Because why wasn't he there for the parade? The White he House was in a fashion show in Dubai. Let's see. Okay, so the people on Twitter, right, because, you know, everybody on Twitter is a genius and they know everything. What yeah, we're we're detectives. Who was there and who wasn't there, right? Well, like y'all said, he wasn't there for the parade, wasn't there for this, but then they show clips of him at OTAs, happy and giddy and glad yeah. to be on the team. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I just feel like why wouldn't you want to go celebrate with your teammates? Like I understand he didn't get to play in the Super Bowl, but you were injured for a majority of the season. And your team still went to the Super Bowl, and you're friends with all the guys, like your teammates. Like, I mean, I you're really don't like, understand. It just doesn't on, seem like a team player move to me. Like, no, you're on this team this year, so right. <laughs> I'm you know, I just don't get it. 
he's on our team this year. He's in a contract year. So I, I actually, I expect a pretty good season from him because he's going to be trying to get a different contract somewhere else because we didn't, we all, we all know he's not resigning with the chiefs and that's fine. But, he's, um, really had a good season this year. he's going to be the third string. So there's that. I mean, like, we'll be third string too. He may have a great season if he gets snaps. You know what I mean? Um, that's the thing. And maybe, maybe, but you know, I feel like there's a weird kind of smoke screen from Andy Reid right now, where in Andy Reid's press the other day, he said, Oh, Clyde is doing great. Like, he shows up every single day to the facility. He's working out every single day. He's in really good shape, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, um, and they're also saying like he's such a team player, this, this, and that. <laughs> and Makes me wonder if they're like trying to bait someone to. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I hope or... that's what they're doing. I just don't see where, 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 where does he fit because... on the roster? And you know, I don't even. The thing it's... is with with Clyde is it seems like all of our other players like him. Like they do seem to like him just fine. I mean, I also think everybody likes everybody. Because they're yeah, I think they all get along yeah, them, I think they're all friends with each other. When you're a champion, that's what happens. But uh right. Eh. It's just reminding me more of the Tyreek situation where it felt like maybe his chemistry wasn't the team chemistry, it was more about him versus the team. I think it is and that started point. creating fractures the year that you know and I need to go back to that year. He's but... be third string, so I don't see him making that big of a dent on chaos in the locker room. Yeah, but locker rooms, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I part of me wonders if he's going to get more reps earlier on in the season because they're trying to make a trade for him by that deadline that comes around midseason, and that could be a not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know for sure what happens with Ceh. See but it's very, very, very telling to me that he is not showing up for um, the Super Bowl parade nor the White House. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the guys who did show up who are no longer on the team, which this was actually kind of sad. Ring, so, ring, you ring, had Neil Hartman, you had Colin Saunders, you had Frank Clark, Juju, Coach EB. I actually got really sad when I saw like pictures of EB just smiling. I know. I know. Oh, I can hear his laugh through the picture. Like, I'm so happy for EB, but, you know, he was huge for us. Like, I'm just. Yeah, I love it. But it was so great, though, seeing Juju and Miko and Frank. Like, when Frank Clark showed up, social media went crazy, okay? They come like, back, Ooh. Frank. Come back. And, uh, and Colin Saunders and Carlos. And Colin, yes. and, yeah. Great. I mean, and we kind of talked about it right before we uh, <laughs> started this, but of course, we knew Juju was the one who started that TikTok. Colin Saunders getting that picture of Chris Jones is hilarious. Um, <laughs> the one where he's looking like he's asleep, <laughs> taking his mini nap. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm. I said it yesterday. Um, I'm, you know, very proud of all of the guys who are no longer here, and you know, I'm excited that they've all got their new careers that they're getting ready to go after, and hopefully, they have success on their new teams because I it's mean, not against are, us. Yeah, it just not even gets us. But they are champions, you know, and I do wish them the best. And you can tell that they definitely missed the team and the vibe yesterday just based off of videos and all type yeah. of content that was coming out. So. Yeah. Oh, so sad. So sad. So sad. Anyway, more about the White House. So y'all saw Andy Reid blow the mic out, right? 
That was a little scary, though. I don't know like, what happened at first. I was like, hearing a sound like that at the White House, like, yeah. Was- well, especially ex- considering the stuff that was happening the day before um, <laughs> with the planes and the signs. I know. Right. I'm like, oh, about what? I hadn't heard about any of that. Maybe I, I don't like, want to. Um, pri- private jet or plane crash or something that happened the day before that literally. They were flying outside of territory that, like, they weren't supposed to be in that territory in the first place. It's the no-fly territory, right, through Washington, D.C., and there was a jet in there. And one of the pilots was unconscious. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And they had to, like, shoot. I don't know what they did. How did they It made a huge boom boom that was heard throughout Washington, D.C. and beyond. Yeah. So Jody and I were like, "Uh, we don't even want the I was like, cancel it. Cancel it! They don't have to go. Can we do this via Zoom? This is what happens when I'm not on Twitter because of work. Dang it. Sorry. I know. So, yeah. So that was a little weird. But then we were like, so everything turned out fine, right? So, but then when Andy reads on the mic and that happens, it's a little like, okay, we hope everything's good. Um, That's what I love about Coach Reed, though, because he played it super cool. Like, everybody, all right? All right. Yeah, like, everybody good? Would you not be like, yeah. like okay. Yeah. Get that guy in the acting. Those State Farm commercials are paying off for the guy. <laughs> yes. And it sounds like there was a lot of acting if you look at your friend, Travis Kelsey. So let's talk about his um, moment. Of, <laughs> his moment that has completely gone viral on Twitter now. Um, literally every sports outlet that you could think of has retweeted this man hijacking the mic at this point. Um, so um, I don't know. I feel like I don't remember what outlet I was looking at earlier, but oh, it was um, New Heights. They were like, name this album, right? And it was Patrick stopping Travis Kelsey. So I just thought that that was Patrick quite Stiff Arm. Quite <laughs> hilarious. Quite hilarious. So um, those are our guys. Um, can't I'm so proud of this team. <laughs> I love that it's so much high energy and everybody's happy. Um, I think the last thing I have to say about the White House is like, what are you guys' thoughts about how our rookies are feeling, how our newbies are feeling? Like, they didn't get to go to the White House, but they seen their team leave on the okay, plane but head to D.C. So Real quick, we need to say what Travis did. So for those of you who might have missed it, Travis decides. So he and Patrick are giving uh, the Chiefs jersey to President Biden, right? And they're presenting it to him. And Travis literally says to the president, he says, <laughs> wait right there. Travis goes to the mic, like the main microphone of the White House, goes and steals it and goes, I've been waiting for this moment. All- <laughs> and then Patrick was like, hey, 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 hey. It off and it's insane. Um, I just want to know what he was going to do. Like, part of me wishes Patrick would I'm sure it was scripted. His, his oh, intrusive okay. thoughts won, or Travis's did. Oh, over the microphone. He was like... <laughs> Hopefully it was scripted. That's for sure. But um, leave it to Travis, though. Like leave it to Travis. So what are you? But yes, what Jody was saying. um, What our rookies must feel seeing that. I don't know if you guys saw what Trey Smith, our um, right guard, posted earlier. He posted on Instagram. He said, "Like we'll be." He said, first time, not the last," with his White House post. So it just shows you the mind, the mindset those guys have right now. I um, and I think some stuff of what we've heard from like the OTAs too is like, 
And I think Justin retweeted it the other day where these guys are so locked in, even more so than last year. Yeah. Which you guys, they won a Super Bowl last year. So they are more set this. I mean, it's crazy to me. Um, I don't know who's stopping the Kansas City Chiefs this year. If it's not themselves doing it to themselves. But, yeah. um, <laughs> that's, that's the kicker. But yeah, that's got to be motivation for all the rookies to see like, wow, this is well, what our lives can be. And there's yeah. every possibility here on this team to do that. Yeah. And our team being so young, like comprised of so many rookies last year, being able to take these new rookies under their wing and really show them, you know, like with like fresh, like this is what yeah. we did. This is how we had to do it. It's baptism by fire. Like you have to get going quickly because the NFL, like I think it was McDuffie was saying like, everybody says the NFL is faster, but he's like, you don't realize just how fast it is until you actually get out there. And I think having these rookies who literally were just thrown out there and had to anchor our defense last year. um, I think that's only going to do wonders for our rookies this season. So, and like you look at the rookies from last year, like Sky Moore, for example, who, He's been working incredibly hard this offseason to try to maybe make himself a bigger presence on our offense. So you've got those guys who were a part of the Super Bowl win, but maybe we're hoping they could have been a bigger part of it and they want to go out there and prove themselves this year. So I I I just I think that those rookies are gonna have that fire lit under them from the young guys from last season too. And Oh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm I mean, even just all the guys we brought in in general. I mean, Jawan, I mean, like we brought so many guys in also who still don't yeah. have teams. Yeah, like Amenahu and all of them. Yeah. Too, right. So guys who have already been in the league who they're like, I want that hardware too. So I love like <laughs> the camaraderie. I feel like what's coming out of this is nothing but fuel. Like they got back to, Kansas City last night, right? Yeah. So I think this is a great pivot into OTAs. So we're finally entering the third week OTAs um, final phase. In case you didn't know, OTAs are voluntary. Like you don't have to go. Um, but nine out of ten Patrick's ten of Patrick's starters are already there. They've been working together. They've been oh, yeah. really working on getting in a rhythm and fueling and being all of these great things so we can have this cohesiveness by the time we get to September. So um, OTAs, the last week of it, starting today through the rest of the week, and then mandatory mini camp starts next week. So what have you guys heard so far about OTAs? I know it's only three weeks of it, and we really haven't had a lot to dive into, but, like, I've heard nothing but positivity um, since it started. Luckily, everybody's been healthy as well. Um, so that's great. And then the guys who didn't show, they're still working hard on their own. Um, so yeah. that was me knocking on wood in case nobody caught that. Um, <laughs> but I think one of the things that I'm trying not to get too hyped up, but I will say the Justin Ross hype train is officially well on its way out of the station. Pete Traeger is even talking about him saying that he could be like in the top five breakout wide receivers this year. And I don't want to get too much hype going into it because it's OTAs. Like you're not, it's, it's OTAs, but I just, I like that he seems to be out there and it seems to be positive. Like I'm not looking at him to be, you know, looking for him to be a huge star this year, but I do like that he's out there and he's working and he's impressing people. That's what I like Um, because he did take a whole season off, right? Mm -hmm. Having to recover from his injury and and all of that. 
Um, so I like that he's out there and he seems to be doing well. He's catching the balls. He's moving. He's got fast feet, all of that. Um, so that's, that's been one of my biggest takeaways is just how quickly that hype train has. Well, it's it's funny you say that. I want to comment on that. There was um, a post floating around earlier talking about a rumor, like, is he cleared to play? Is Justin Ross? Yeah, I think I saw you posted that. It's like, well, yeah, he was cleared last year. Right, he was. Back injury, right? He was cleared last year for that. And then he just had a foot injury this past season. And, I mean, one, he wouldn't be out there if he wasn't cleared, right? Right. Two, I think we talked about this all last season, how we trust our training staff literally more than anybody else's training staff, right? Right. If our guy wasn't ready to go, he wouldn't be out on that field. Let's just make that very clear. You would be still standing on that sideline like you did all last season, learning and coaching and teaching from there. So just want to clear that little rumor up. Like, yeah, Yeah. like, duh, of course he's clear to play. He wouldn't be out there if he was. Totally agree, Jody. Totally agree. No, I agree too. And I think, um, I mean, I'm all aboard the Justin Ross hype train. I think it's very exciting. I think he has all the potential in the world to be fantastic. Yeah. As long, and I think we have this concern with a few of our players. It's just relying on their health, right? So yeah, it's as long as they can stay healthy. Canaries, Tony, Justin Ross. I think really that's it. I mean, the majority, I mean, I don't know. Majority of the guys we have are pretty healthy, but those two who we expect to be big receivers, it does depend a lot on their health. So yes. well, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's what we think it is. And um, like you said, but he wouldn't be I don't think there would be this big hype train if it wasn't like, oh, he's gonna be on the making the roster this season. <clears throat> oh well, yeah. That's the thing. Like if you look at our receiver room as of today, June, whatever today's date is, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, I don't know. <laughs> Our receiver room is so deep right now, right? Everybody's not gonna make it's, it. Yeah, not making it, right? So there's a lot of competition, so deep, right, right? And who doesn't want to be on a championship team, a championship roster? So even though I know right now, like they can't play with pads and they can't have physical contact because it is OTAs, they're still out there doing everything that they can to prove that they deserve a spot on this roster yeah. because it doesn't start at training camp for us, like. It starts the day the page of the calendar switches over to it's the new season. So everybody ain't going to the Super Bowl. Everybody ain't going to make it. I want to say I'm I'm kind of excited, too, about um, John Ross. Yeah. And if you guys think about it now, I know there's been a lot. I mean, our wide receiver room has been like the topic of conversation this entire offseason. Because there is, there's some question marks for sure. I think Sky Moore is going to be great next season. I think Kadarius Tony will. God willing, his health is good. Yeah. Um, I think Rishi Rice has a lot of potential. Yeah. And that's our draft pick from this last season. Um, baby. But I think, um, and actually I'm excited for year two of MVS and Justin Watson. They were kind of, I yeah. mean, they were pretty good with, especially MVS towards the end of the last season. Yeah. He was like the key to our um, AFC championship game against the Bengals. So, but I don't see those, MVS being the one. No, I don't either. And, no, but I think there's a lot of potential. I just think like um, training camp and then preseason games are going to be telling of who that guy is going to be. Maybe though, right? Like, and I know we'll get into this later as we get closer and closer to the season, but there's only one cut now versus 
previously there yeah. were multiple cuts throughout training camp. So oh yeah, I know and they were like debating about this, but I'm like, I don't feel like as many guys are going to get as, as many reps because it's going to be so many guys still on the team. And you know that's what you look at those different games for to clarify, like okay, this person is doing this versus this person is not doing this. So I don't so, know. In my opinion, I think there's four lockdowns, and that's going to be MBS, yeah. Sky Moore. KT. Uh, Kadarius Tony, Justin oh, yeah. Watson. Okay, and but then in Rasheed Rice, that's five. I think Rasheed well, Rice Rashi over Justin Watson. I think Rasheed over Justin. But they paid oh, Justin, so I think – okay, I do think Justin will probably be five because they paid him. <clears throat> but but he also could be putting some of these guys on special teams, though. Yeah, and I think or there's like a punt returns and such. Right, like a six, oh. seven. Because Rasheed will probably start. I don't know. For sure, because we do have. I know this is this is Jody's favorite person, but we have Richie James as well, who came from the New York Giants. And Richie James was actually what was the stat I sent you today? He was number one rated in in like catchable balls or something. And number one in catchable first down balls. Yeah. This season, or well, last I don't season. even know what that means, but congrats, I, I, I told you guys. I, I, feel like I told you guys I was like in this space with Giants fans, right? Because for some reason I'm all in on the Giants and the NFC this year. It's weird. I like the Giants. I know like, it's weird. We'll get into it when we talk about we're cool with the Giants. Yeah. But they were saying like, if you want somebody who is dependable on third down, go to Richard James. Like, if you're looking for that third and long, go to Richie James. And I was like, for real? Right. Okay. Like, they were really like, Jody, you got to trust me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys it. didn't like it, Arias Tony, though. So, like, how much can exactly. we trust you? Like, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, and you know, there's no, a, secret. Sorry. I have a secret. <laughs> I have a secret that I haven't told anybody yet. So, I guess I'll tell the podcast. Ooh. Oh, big sure. moment! I told Lexi, it's big about the, uh, it's about the receivers. Like, <laughs> I had to watch the franchise all fourteen episodes to be in on our receivers for this year. Because <laughs> if you know me, I have not been high at all this year on our receivers. But after I watched yeah. every single episode of the franchise last season, I was like, you know what? You know, <laughs> this receiver room might can do it. So I'm actually a little bit more positive on them right now. It's the same as last season, though. Like, last season, we we changed the way our offense worked. We went from a team that would bomb you down the field, which was getting taken away, to a team that could kill you with 100 million paper cuts. Like... We we can we could hit the long balls. We can hit the small ones. We 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 would just take chunks down the field, and we would spread it out to like eleven different people every game. Like, so yeah. if you look at how many people we're gonna have to spread the ball out to, like they're not gonna be able to cover everybody. It's the same philosophy as last year. Now, granted, do I wish we had like a true number one? Of course I do. Make me feel a lot better, especially when everybody goes down. You know, against the Jack Jags or or the Bengals, whoever it was against. But like, I'm I'm not as terrified about our wide receiver core as I was like Jody like during the earlier off season, just because I remember like how I felt going into last season, and we were fine. Like we've got Patrick, yeah. we've got Andy. 
we'll yeah. be okay. Like they'll dial up the ways to get the strengths out of our offense and, and to utilize those aspects to, to get down the field. So, and I mean, that receiver core, they've been working on this chemistry since before OTAs. Even yeah. Like Patrick had them boys down in Texas in March. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. they've yeah. been, well, maybe April. they've been working since yeah. April. So he's been yeah. really working hard on not only getting himself better, so he can be the best quarterback. I mean, it's year seven for Patrick. Oh. What? <laughs> so I mean, but as he knows, he's getting turning into an old man. He knows that he has to go out there. <laughs> I'm an old man. Seven years yeah. is crazy. Granted, he only played six, right? But seven right. is like, oh, he's so old now. Like, <laughs> he's like your kid growing up, right? I know. He's no longer the baby of the quarterbacks anymore. No. No, he's not. He's like he's like old. one of the oldest, isn't he? I'm, he said it is so. Man, when did I get old? He posted about that the other day. You know what's what's crazy is the NFC has like all the old quarterbacks. Yeah. Aside from Aaron Rodgers, who just switched over, so <laughs> that doesn't count. Over. But aside from that, like it's like Aaron Rodgers and then Mahomes and then all the other older. So weird. Over in the yeah. NFC. It, it is. Well, what about Jimmy G? Jimmy G's older, right? And he, well, if he actually plays. This is gonna, this is I know we're going to talk around. about the AFC West in a little bit, but yeah. I mean, he might not even be on the Raiders. Let's be real here. Right. We have no idea. So. Yeah, a little bit. It is 734. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he's just getting over to it. I know, right? You're like, pivot, pivot. But anyway, so those are just some of the things about OTAs. I know we only spoke about receivers because I feel like if you look on media, that's literally the only thing they're talking about, Patrick Mahomes and the receivers. That's it. Yeah. All the clips you're seeing on Chiefs Twitter, when you look on YouTube, that's all you're seeing. And I think that's great, though, because that's what we want to see because yeah. a lot of people in Chiefs Kingdom aren't 100% sold on this receiver room. So to see nothing but, like, great things coming out. I read something today just quickly in an article, and it said the offense is already looking crisp and they're looking like they're in rhythm. And Patrick is looking like he just – it doesn't even, he's looking still in sync like he was when – he just won the Super Bowl four months ago. So, I mean, seeing yeah. that makes me feel great. Um, and, again, minicamp starts next week. I think we're going to get a ton of media from it. Thank God, because it's mandatory. And everybody yeah, has to be there. So, I can't <laughs> wait to see all of the media takes that come from next week. So, um, Wait, real quick, I want to touch on, because I don't think we've talked about it a lot on yeah. this podcast, is DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and I just want to say, I think DeAndre Hopkins to offense is a luxury, but not a necessity. Yeah, so no, I feel a lot of Chiefs Kingdom is like, we need that true wide receiver one, right? And while we do feel that way, I I think like you guys have been saying, our, our wide receivers have all the potential in the world. And I think even if not all of their health turns out perfectly, I think we have enough depth in the wide receiver room as it is. Um, that we don't need DeAndre Hopkins. Would he be awesome on our team? Absolutely. Um, and we would welcome him with open arms, right? Like, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, we're yeah. not excited about Bring that Bentley here, please. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I do think we will also be okay without him. We so will that, be. Yeah. And if we're going through the season like we did last year, we're like, uh, all right, we'll just go out and get somebody like we went and got Darius so, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's someone by the trade deadline that could make yeah. that difference if we need it, if we need it. So Chrissy's like, my yeah, boss. I'm <laughs> over. 
I mean, like, yeah, like you guys said, if we get DeAndre Hopkins, great. I'm not going to be the one holding my breath. He's obviously in no hurry. He hired an agent. I'm the not. I'm like, if we get him, great. If we don't, okay, I don't care. Like, the sorry. best agency. My Dobson is barking. Oh, yeah, happy birthday, DeHop. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Anyway, so let's kind of talk just a little bit about the AFC West. I know, like, we are all dying as we're getting closer and closer to talk about teams and schedules and predictions and blah, 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 blah. Um, so let's just talk, like, quickly about the AFC West. We will do a full deep dive into this the best division. It's hard to say we're the best division because Patrick Mahomes is the best and everybody else is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to be like we're the best. Everybody we're, the best. we're so modest here. Like we're so humble. Really humble. <laughs> we're great. They're tagging along for the ride, okay? They're on the train. No, okay. So <laughs> I did something earlier that was kind of funny. So like the Broncos have four primetime games this year. Yeah. The Chargers have six primetime games. And the Raiders have five with no quarterback. That makes no sense to me, the Raiders especially. No, <laughs> at all. Right? At so, all. I mean, we can talk just like a little bit about each team. Like, what were – I know, like, each team, they have a few games that are kind of interesting, though, like that I'm going to be paying attention to. Um, yeah. Which team do you want to cover first? Yeah, let's go over Broncos first. Broncos. Broncos. Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Um, they're going to end up second in the division. No, oh, oh. hot take, hot take. They might end up third, but when we get to the AFC, we'll talk about the AFC. So okay, to the West. So I mean, yeah, they have a few games. I didn't realize that they played Miami in Miami Week Three. That's mm -hmm. pretty interesting. That'll be a that'll be an interesting game. I think they're going to lose because it's going to be hot. It's going to be September, and it's a noon game. I. I actually think that could be a really close game, though. And I think that's because their defense is so good. But yeah. um, that's fair. But yeah, like you said, the weather, I mean, Miami in week three is going to be hot. Whew. But Miami now has Hackett, right? Nathaniel yeah. Hackett on defense, who used yeah. to be on the Broncos yeah. for forever. So I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. And I'm really excited for that one. Because, I mean, how much are the. I know the Broncos added a ton of pieces to their team this year, but they're not going to be gelling and clicking by week three. No, it's not happening. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, plus they have a new coach. So like, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, there, that's just, there's just a lot to, to click, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also though interested to see that Chicago game the next week. I feel like, of course their schedule is heavy like ours. They go through a period there of just kind of some like really intense games back to back. I mean, they go Miami, Chicago, New York, Kansas City, Green Bay. So I mean, like I think like they have a little stretch there where it could be a little bit tough. You know, I don't really get, do. I don't want to get into their schedule prediction yet, but I mean, I see them kind of being like us and not really finding their full well. Let me not say that. I don't think they're going to find their true rhythm until like I was after, say. <laughs> until after they're buying. Their buy is week nine. So, Chrissy, yeah, I do not want to talk about the Broncos. I'm not and talk about it, Chrissy. <laughs> Can we talk about the Monday night matchup with the Bills after their bye week? I, that's what I was going to say. Like that, I'm. That'll be an interesting game against the Bills. 
I feel like we're the ones who have had to play like the Bills and the Bengals and always, you know, every time, always. And it's like I'm looking forward to seeing these guys have to play some of the juggernaut to the AFC. Gosh darn it! Yeah. I feel the exact same way. And it's in Buffalo, so they're definitely losing. We're so ready. Finally. We're going to do their schedule prediction. I'm going to be like, loss, 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 L, L, L. They're going to lose them all. Um, but, I mean, the back half of their schedule is interesting. They go Chargers, Detroit, New England, Chargers, Vegas. I mean, so, you know, who knows where they end up. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. I don't see them winning no, the division. No, no. I don't see them. But they do have some really interesting games on their schedule. Oh, oh, I may watch a couple of the games on their schedule. We're um, out of control. Sorry, what? I said we're out of control. Just like thinking about. I don't know. The Chargers have six primetime games because oh. you know the NFL thinks They're their baby is going to oh, yeah. be right. He's going to be doing it. What happens when they end up third in the division again? It's right on schedule. They're, well, oh, the Chargers oh. wide receiver core looks lethal. Cool. I think Congratulations against nobody. Congrats. You know, I'm proud of you. You know what's interesting, though? <laughs> the Chargers and the Broncos play each other week 17, and I bet that's the debate on where they fall out in the division if they end up in second or third. We are so... Cocky. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> but, but no, seriously, I bet it debates on okay. the second or third, and playing for second or third can end up a wild card, right? Sorry, sorry, we are so unserious right now, but no, we're very serious. I'm really serious. I feel like we're going to be playing for a wild card. The game. Yeah, what's, what's getting? What's getting to me is I wish we would have had this podcast last off season. <laughs> Because <laughs> we would have been like, oh my gosh, they're going to do this and they're going to do this. And this offseason, it's like, you you're know. playing for a wild card, babe. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and that's crazy. The, the AFC North might get all the wild cards. You might be nothing. <laughs> this is why people hate us because <laughs> I understand. Like, but you know what? We deserve this, okay? Like, we went through a lot, and I know y'all don't think Chiefs fans existed before Mahomes, but we did. We did. And you know what? We deserve this. We deserve to be cocky. We deserve to be drinking our tea like it's no one's business. We deserve this rock style. Okay. Like, oh we deserve this. So you we all do. do. Lexi, I will say, though, I was super confused when you sent. So Lexi sent us all of the other team schedules because we don't care about them, right? Um, and I'm like, 10 a.m.? What? That is horrible. And I'm like, oh, yeah, L.A., L.A. Oh, yeah, 10 a.m. I know. Time. I'm like, 125? Oh, yeah, 325. Got it, got it. Like, got it. So, yeah, so when I was, like, looking at their primetime games, I'm like, 520 Sunday night football, the Bears. <laughs> 515 Monday night football. I didn't football. even look at the times. I didn't know any of this. Yeah, sorry. And they do have some really good games, though. I mean, they got the Cowboys week six. At home, Monday night. I like that the Chargers open up against the Dolphins. Yeah, that yeah. was supposed to be us. Well, yeah, it should have been us. I know, but we get them in yeah. Germany. But yeah. actually, I think that's going to be a great game. And I think it's because, too, like there's a weird thing with the Tua and Justin Herbert thing where Miami Dolphins fans want to feel 
justified in their team picking Tua, and then Chargers yeah. fans will feel justified in their team drafting Herbert. When in reality, um, they should just switch quarterbacks. Can you imagine Justin Herbert on the Dolphins? Oh my gosh! How oh yeah, good that team would be. Oh, it would be. It would yeah. be stupid good. He'd be, yeah, he'd be crazy good. Right? I don't know how it's the debate, but Tua's not better than Dustin Herbert. He's not. And someone just yelled at no. him. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, sorry. But I mean, whoever <laughs> says that, you need, you, we, we're worried about you. You might need to get help. <laughs> they do well, have it's some just dolphins. Fans, but... <laughs> oh, well, they have the Ravens at home, the Bears at home, the Cowboys at home. They're way scheduled. They play the crazy. Bills too. On... The Chargers actually have a really tough schedule, and I'm really looking forward to a lot of their games. I their think home games. Good games. You, you can say their home games are kind of like ours, right? Like I feel like all yeah. of our games are at Arrowhead this year, to where I feel like all of their tough games. Now that I'm actually like sitting here <laughs> looking at it, they're all at home. Like they've got the Jets on the road, the Packers on the road. They'll probably lose to the Vikings. Three. Oh, because it's a noon game. You know how Kirk O'Chains is. You know how Kirk Cousins is at noon. They're definitely Kirk losing. Cousins is another level at noon. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. definitely losing to them week three. That's for sure. Um, and then, yeah. For sure. And they play. Yeah, so. I'm sorry. I yeah, and then they go Bills, Broncos, Chiefs. Like, <clears throat> yeah. The, and that's week 16, 17, and 18. So, you know. You know, I, I really do not love how the schedule makers did the AFC West because like no. we said last week we do Broncos, Chargers, Broncos. Yeah. I'm looking at the Chargers schedule right now. They do Broncos, Raiders, Bills, Broncos. Broncos, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Ending with they, Chiefs. Have, they have what? One, two, three, four. Of their- in between the Broncos. Broncos, Raiders, Bills, Broncos. So it's like we all we all play the NFC teams at the beginning of the year, beginning of the season, and then we all end on the AFC for the last like six games. But you see how they put the Broncos week fifteen. Oh, Wait, I can't read. You see how they put the Broncos week fourteen and week seventeen? Yeah, that's what I just said. It's because they think they're gonna be playing for the two. I like, do. One of these two teams is gonna be playing for the two seed and the the Raiders probably got all of us like Early. The Chargers literally end like this. Okay. Oh, and the Chargers' bye week is horrible. Their bye week is week five, which yeah, is terrible really for a team that's always injured. They're that's always injured. Their end of their schedule, week 12, Ravens, week 13, Patriots, week 14, Broncos, week 15, Raiders, week 16, Bills, week 17, Broncos, week 18, Chiefs. Mm-hmm. They literally end last six games in the AFC. They could possibly go on like a Three game losing streak twice after the bye. They really could. <laughs> like, like this could go a lot of ways. Because the Ravens are there too. <laughs> they could really. The Ravens, aren't, okay, am I being stupid right now? The Ravens yeah, are seven, AFC, right? Seven weeks. Yeah, seven. seven. Yeah. Yeah. That's seven. what I'm like. They could really go like nine and eight. Oh, God. that's insane. They're gonna get at least ten. Weeks. That's crazy. At least ten. Anyway. That's well, uh, Chargers, have fun. Uh, yeah. Okay. That was, I mean, oh, and I guess I didn't look at the Broncos. granted. Granted, our schedule is like the exact same at the end of the season. So right. I like I don't feel too I, bad for them, but no. Well, and the Broncos. <laughs> sorry, I went backwards. Most of their home games are at the after their bye week. They have five home games after their bye week. Five. Yeah. 
Oranges away. Sorry. They have five away games after their five. Yeah, I was like, hold on now. No, they don't. I can't read. Sorry. I was like, wait, this that's home. They got four. Still, anyway, the red. Yeah, it's gonna be some fun. I'm excited to watch. I'm just curious because I feel like a lot of our schedule this season is teams like you and Chrissy that we play all the time. Yeah, but we don't get to see the Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders play these teams all the time. They like still don't play the Bengals. Like, what's that all? No, that'll be next, that'll be next year. That'll be next year. Yeah, but like, why do we have? Not, I'm not like okay. I'm not complaining about playing the Bengals, but like, why I are mean, we like the only team in the AFC West playing them? We uh, because we're all the one seed, and we're because well, we're all no what? <laughs> no, so but what's gonna happen? It turns into like a division, though. We always end up playing them like twice a year. So this is the way. Okay. Yeah. So this exactly. is the, way the schedule. The schedule works like this. So we play one division from each. Yes. NFC and AFC each time. Yeah. So this time it's the AFC East and the NFC North, right? Yeah. So then you also get in schedule that season. Obviously, you pay, play your division, the AFC West, twice. Then you get whoever finished first in their divisions each time yeah. in the AFC. And they also pick from the NFC, you also have to play that. And that's why we play the Eagles. The Chargers will play the Cowboys who finished second in the NFC East. So we play we play the Bengals because they were first. We play the Jaguars because they were first. Bills we would play either way because Bills are the AFC East. Right, and they right. finished first, we'd play them either way. We play the NFC what is it? <laughs> I'm like, and you're good, Lexi. Like, you're good. <laughs> NFC East, who no. is right? No. no, NFC East, who's the we don't have no, 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 no. I know we play NFC North, but I'm saying so. We play the NFC enti entire NFC North, then we play the NFC East number one seed, which is why we play the Eagles. Eagles, correct. Cowboys will play, no, we we're gonna get the, the Eagles anyway. Cowboys. And then Broncos, I think, play the Commanders and see. Raiders. Lexi came with logic. I was just wanting to. Yeah, complain. it's a lot. So. I figured it all out. Okay, which is another reason why we play the same teams every single year. Like so next, so next season because last season we played the AFC South. So next season, we will play the AFC North and then the NFC South East, I believe. No, it's four years. Hey, we still got the Raiders to cover. Who cares about next year? Anyway, yeah. regardless, <laughs> you guys understand what I'm trying to say. Okay, I so the hangry. I may be hangry. I don't know. <laughs> that made you hangry? I said I may be hangry. I don't know. Oh, maybe. You're not, you, need a snack. you need a snack or a snicker. I, mean, I got some Snickers in my fridge. <laughs> My soccer team. Either way, I hope I explained that. So all the teams the Raiders don't play. The Raiders don't play the Ravens. The Raiders don't play Jacksonville. The Raiders don't play. I'm glad Susie thinks we're funny. The Eagles. The Ravens. The Raiders don't play. I'm like, let me just tell you all the teams they don't play this season that the other two of us play. Lord. Yeah. Anyway, I don't really care much about their schedule at all because they don't even have a quarterback. But I am yeah, currently they do not have a quarterback. But I am so really shocked that they have so many primetime games. Like that's a little ridiculous. Yeah. One. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Jimmy Garoppolo, who is 
traded to be their starting quarterback did not pass his physical. Even though, remember, they said he did, and that was the reason why it was. So, running back a little further, right? The day he was supposed to sign his contract, it got put on hold for some mysterious right. reason, right? So, everybody was like, oh, my God, maybe it's because he's injured. And then they were like, no, he's not injured. He's just fine. He's healthy. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Didn't sign the contract that day. Signed it, like, the very next the day. The next day. Yeah. Only for reports to come out, what, a month ago, maybe? Not three weeks ago, maybe <laughs> that he didn't pass his physical. And no, I think it was like last week. <laughs> yeah, and then he has to like redo it and yeah. pass it. Otherwise, his contract is. He has boring. to have another another foot surgery, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't know. So. I don't know. No. Well, I'm gonna look back. Continue. But the point is, is I what I think happened was is they or rewriting his contract, like, all right, you passed your physical with whatever dentist they used as a doctor, right? Like the Dolphins. And then right. they... He, he had his foot surgery after signing with them. So he might not be healthy. Or they paid him like $45 million and then he had to have foot surgery. But it's in his contract that if he's not ready to go and he doesn't pass his physical, then they can void. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But so, then who do they have? Some guy that I don't remember. Some guy I've never heard of. You know, I'm still pushing the Cam Newton agenda. I got a bet out there. <laughs> I got a bet out there. I haven't forgot about that. He's going to end up on an NFL roster this year. We still got time. <laughs> they have Brian Hoyer right now. Oh, I thought there was some other guy, some young guy. Okay. Interesting. They might have a young guy too, but they have Brian Hoyer. They might have young guy too. <laughs> Jesus. So I know we didn't even look at the writers. This schedule. is why, this, in conclusion, this is why the AFC West is unserious. We are so unserious. Oh, and it's, uh, it's like, I can't even do that. AFC West is the best. Like, uh. it's so frustrating. They just, they stay embarrassing us. That's what they do. But I will say, I am interested to see what Russell Wilson's going to be like in this new scheme, new quarterback, new players, blah, 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 whatever. Spent a whole bunch of money, $200 million. And I am interested to see, like, what Justin Herbert does with maybe a fully healthy team. We can keep going, Lexi. We can go. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. Wrap it up. AFC West, I don't, hopefully we just sweep them all again and it's under the rug, right? I feel like when we actually do our AFC West, like, like our, we need to do like another division too. I will say, <laughs> I will say, I do still think the Chargers are going to finish two. I think the Broncos could finish three and I think the Raiders will finish four at this current moment. Agreed. Yeah, same. Oh, I mean, again, week 16 and or 14 and 16 or whatever, two weeks they play back to back. I mean, I feel like whoever wants to win it, they have to sweep. Like, I don't think they can split. I think they have to sweep. Like, you yeah, got to go in their house and take their and yeah, all that. So. And if you guys remember, the Broncos beat the Chargers at the end of last season. Yeah. So well, the Chargers were also like. Barely Dim a team. diminished. <laughs> yeah, like they were like barely a team at that point as well. Yeah. Since what yeah. it is. But they're healthy this year. And I mean, Jay Herbo got his 
swag back or something. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, again, praying that everybody has a healthy OTAs, a healthy mini camp, a healthy training camp, because we only want to play the best of the best. So, right. Stay healthy, y'all. <laughs> stay healthy, y'all. <laughs> we lost Chrissy. I thought she might close us out. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, my um, I, I have a dachshund puppy, and she likes to um, speak her sounds of the sounds of her people all the time. So, <laughs> anyway, um, guys, if you see on our screen here, for those of us who can't see our screen, you can find all the places you can follow and like and subscribe for the Kingdoms Queens podcast. So make sure you do that. Um, we will be live again next week. Um, I may or may not be on. I'm going to be at the beach, so we'll see. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but but um, make sure that you watch next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time for more of your queens being all sorts of fun and crazy and having a blast. So um, <laughs> until here at least. What? Yeah. I said, me and Lexi will be here. Yeah, we'll they'll be here. be here, which, I mean, why do we need me? Like, let's be real. No. Um, <laughs> there is the puppy with my child. So until next time, your service is bad. Wait, wait, wait. My service is bad. I'm wait, so sorry. Wait, wait. Wait. This is chaos. Chaos. Sorry. Pure chaos. <laughs> like. Follow, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Sorry. We'll be more professional come when the season gets closer. Follow, follow, follow. Until next time, your queen. Oh, she's on mute. I didn't even know that. Until next time, your queens have spoken. Bye, y'all.